You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys. It is time for our weekly vibe check. Where are we at this week? I'm going to go. My my vibe is related to the holiday. It is Thanksgiving uh, tomorrow see, after all. That's fine. Two weeks in a row, you guys are double dipping on vibe. It's on theme. <laughs> mine is mine is related to tryptophan. That's my vibe. Tryptophan. This game is boring, and I don't want to watch it. I thought Rams Chiefs was going to be fun, <laughs> and instead, I'm looking forward to this game almost zero on Sunday. They're twelve point favorites against a miserable Rams team who never got off the ground this year. The Chiefs are better. The stars for the Rams don't excite you. The matchup is not fun. It doesn't feel like we're getting Rams, Chiefs, 50s game from a couple of years ago in 2018. It's tryptophan. I'm ready to sit, maybe take that like they're up 15. I'm off the following Monday nap during this game. (laughs) I'm not excited for this game. I know we do a Chiefs podcast, but every game is not equally exciting. This one is boring. I'm bored by its existence. Well, that's how he feels about that. You want me to go <laughs> next or do you want to go, Kayla? Okay, ours is actually nothing alike. Um, my oh, okay. vibe check is, and now we feast. I oh, just picture like, like that. Our, um, our team at a table, cartoon characters, Andy reads at the head, carving the turkey. Guys, we are eight and two. First in the AFC. Tied for second in the league, we have seemingly locked up the AFC West. We can all gather around the table and enjoy Happy Thanksgiving because we made it to the promised land. From here on out, it is up to us to, up to, us to maintain that lead spot, to do our best to win every game from here on out. Um, take it one day at a time, one week at a time, one game at a time. Try and make another Super Bowl run. Um, we have the Rams on deck, as Cody just mentioned. And no, we shouldn't think we can skate past them, but I feel pretty confident that we can just enjoy this week and enjoy our Thanksgiving in peace. All right. Well, now, uh, now I feel kind of- bad. I don't have a Thanksgiving themed <laughs> vibe. I didn't know we were going this route, guys. I, it was the day before Thanksgiving. What did you, you know? It's just on my mind. Here? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to work in. I'm going to work in a, a Thanksgiving word. Just I, I don't. It'll happen <laughs> at some point. Um, okay. Like I, pilgrim or what? What's the word <laughs> you're working in here? Cornucopia. Yep. Boom. Okay. Listen, my vibe, <laughs> my vibe is Oprah. My vibe is Oprah. You know why? We all get cars. The Oprah gif. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. No, it's this offense. You get a roll. You get a roll. You get a roll. There are nine guys, nine guys on the team who already have over a hundred yards receiving and Kadarius Tony and Jody Fortson are both going to get there. Tony's got like 69. Uh, Jody Fortson has 76 after that 41 yard bomb he brought in last week. Listen, this offense is exactly, exactly 
what Patrick Mahomes said it was going to be at the beginning of the season. I didn't believe him. I thought it was going to be all Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster, but he looked you in the eyes and he said, this is what the offense is going to be. And I was like, no, it's not, but thanks. And it's exactly what it's been. Everybody gets involved. What happens last week when you're without your number one receiver, your number three receiver, Kadarius Tony, your shiny new toy goes down, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, your number one running back goes down? Oh, we're just going to throw three tight end sets out there all game long, and you're not going to be able to stop it. Oh, Sky Moore, the guy that's been in the doghouse all year who we can't play, guess what? He's getting involved tonight as well. Every single player on this team, on this offense, if you are a skill position player for the Kansas City Chiefs, you will have a role and not just a role like, hey, stay ready when your number's called. Like, no, week after week, we're going to find ways to get you involved. Andy Reid is Oprah. I love the way that he is utilizing the cornucopia of weapons that he has at his disposal. Boom. Thanksgiving reference. We I thought it was roles for a second. Are we all supposed to sit around now the podcast and say the things we're thankful for? I am thankful for Juju Smith-Schuster. It's made this transition at wide receiver much better. You can say a different player, but I'm th- I am thankful for him. If we're doing that as part of this podcast as well, we've talked Turkey. We did this stuff. Feels very right that we would also include some other Thanksgiving theme stuff. I'm a little disappointed, Nick. You should have made one of those like hand turkeys and stuck it on the back of the wall as a, as an adult. <laughs> oh, like, they, like they made like <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for Pacheco making running the ball fun again. Yeah. And I'm and I'm thankful for Jody Fortson for just being the man that he is. <laughs> All right. And on that note, guys, there are seven weeks left in the season. How many teams are legitimate Super Bowl contenders? And go. I think the answer is four. Um, Chiefs Bills. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and assume that those guys are on all of our lists. Tempted by Miami. They've never won a single postseason game and they got a rookie head coach. It doesn't feel like that stinks of a Super Bowl winning team. Like when you put those things together, even though they got more offensive talent than just about anyone else in the league, probably more than anyone else in the league. And then in the NFC, I think it's Philly and Dallas. I'm kind of tempted to include the 49ers, but I've never taken Jimmy G all that serious. So I'm probably going to just continue not doing that. So I think it's four: Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys. You're out on the Vikings. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll be honest. I was looking for a reason to not believe in them. And then they, and then they looked really terrible. And I'm like, all right, perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. I was just looking for a reason to not believe in them. So that made it easy. Are you still in on the Vikings, Kayla? A little, that was an ugly game last weekend, but I don't know. They've played in some good games, so I'm not ready to quit them yet. They did beat the bills, albeit the bills sort of beat themselves in that game, but and we thank them for that. Well, it would be tough for me to sit here and say they would have no shot against the Bills. But it's like, well, we didn't beat the Bills. Yeah, tough to say. Um, I, I think the top of my head, the answer is five because Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, I would throw in the Niners and the Eagles. I just don't believe in anybody in the NFC. And I know it's going to be the Chiefs or Bills out of the AFC. But then again, I don't think I'm giving any of those NFC teams a, a chance to beat the Chiefs or the bills in the super bowl so actually i'm I th- actually it's just two it's just the chiefs or the bills Nobody <laughs> <laughs> from the nfc can beat them so it's two teams chiefs or bills pick one yeah i mean seriously is wouldn't it be really tough i know i get it anything can happen in one game right but when you see those two quarterbacks right because we the, the the niners and the eagles 
and the Cowboys might be the three most complete rosters in the NFL. They are just like yeah. Eagles, incredible offensive line, great defense, unbelievable corners. Their weapons on the outside are fantastic. But Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts. He's been good this year. He's an MVP candidate, but he's not Patrick Mahomes or, or Josh Allen. And that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, look at how that game ended against the Chargers. And, and Justin Herbert's good, better than any of those NFC quarterbacks I just mentioned. When you got Mahomes and Allen, they're just going to find ways to win. They're just going to beat you because those teams' quarterbacks are better than your quarterbacks. It's just tough for me to imagine anybody beating those teams in, a, in, in, a, in the Super Bowl. So I do feel like it's going to be Chiefs or Bills. Are you going to pick a team out of the NFC or no? He didn't think they can win the Super Bowl. No, he's just no I won't. Win. I think there are two. My answer is two. That's how many. Oh, okay. Okay. Who do you think do you will think get to the Super Bowl, though, from the NFC? I think it's the Niners. Oh. The Niners, okay. I think, I just think in this, I think they said this in the broadcast last night. Jimmy Garoppolo, for whatever you want to say about him, his understanding of that offense is good, top tier. It's like it, what it reminds me of is Alex Smith under Andy Reid. It's like, yes, that quarterback has limitations, but the play calling is so good and he's got better weapons there than Alex Smith had because he, Alex Smith just had the, like, the beginning of, of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey becoming stars. But when you think about Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, in, in that an incredible scheme, I just wouldn't be shocked to see like a Chiefs Niners rematch in the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, well, I'm with you, actually. Um, for me, it's I don't want to say anyone other than the Chiefs in the AFC. <laughs> I'm that person, but Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins. I don't see them getting out of the playoffs. That's the interesting one, right? Is is anybody going to be bold enough to say that they could see the Dolphins making it to the Super Bowl? No. They're going to have to be the Chiefs and the Bills. They'll have to be the Chiefs and the Bills. They'll have to beat them both. Yeah. Didn't they? Wait, did they beat the Bills yet this year? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was that weird game where the Bills had like 600 yards of offense and still lost. And the Dolphins had like 187 and one. It doesn't make sense. I like that for us, actually. Lose to the Bills in the regular season, beat them in the playoffs. Everyone else is doing the opposite. Love it. Um, NFC, it's a toss-up. Eagles, Vikings, 49ers for me right now. Do we think the Cowboys can get there? I have the, I have the Cowboys as the yeah. third best team in the NFC. I would go right now, I would go Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. That would be my top three. That would be my top three for them. For the sake of this, I wrote up Tom Brady already, so yeah. so I'm done there too. That would probably be four if you made me guess teams who could make the Super Bowl and maybe yeah, rank them in the this NFC. Is dumb. This is dumb. The 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 Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. Come on, what? <laughs> yeah, come on. We know how this goes. We know how bad. this goes. They play bad all season, and then all of a sudden they they get in with like seven losses because their division stinks, and then they just kill the NFC on their way to the Super Bowl. Is that even considered a hot take? At this point. No, it can be. Hmm. Okay. Well, there we have it. I think the only team winning is the Chiefs, but those are the ones I would pick getting to the Super Bowl. All right, guys. Andy Reid is toying with the league. Uh, He said he ran the same play last year to beat the Chargers once again this year. 
He's just messing with everyone at this point. Such a savage, that Andy. Must be nice to just be so much smarter than everyone else that you can, on a press conference on Monday, look into a camera and say, fuck you. You can't do anything about it. I just did the same play. Okay, okay. You lose. For for editorial reasons, we need need to specify that is not a direct quote from Andy Reid. Are you sure? Andy Andy would never use the F word. Yeah, Andy is a polite young man, so he doesn't talk like that, and we're not going to put words into his mouth and have GPR (laughs) calling us tomorrow. That's pretty much Andy saying, fuck you, man. You know, he wouldn't normally open the email. It's like, "Mm, I know Travis said that. And then I thought for a half a second he was going to say, Ah, you know, and then he was like, I mean, there's a motion difference and he tries to like make some excuse. And then he's like, yeah, fuck you. I did it. There's nothing you could do about it. It's the same play. I did the same play to you that I beat you on last year. Like, do you even watch tape? That's how it felt like. But Andy's not even a mean guy. Andy, I like, know, I in know. A nice way, he's not going to say something mean. I think he was just speaking matter of factly. Like, no, we have run that play before. He was like, and yeah, it was it was similar with a little, you know, variations here and there. But just Basically, imagine it's like the that. same. Yes, basic. Yes, he's like it's the same play. We ran this, but it's it's not just that. It's like in the moment, Nick. There's only like a minute left in that game. There's like 40 seconds left in the game. They're like, remember that play we ran to beat them last year? I bet they don't. And let's run it. And it was just like <laughs> that takes balls. Teams watch tape. They know what you're gonna do. Things are supposed to look the same. And it's just like, and yet Andy is messing with the league because. He remains, and this is credit to him. This is why he's one of the all-time great coaches. Is it have been easy to just like rest on the things we know he does well? He is so inventive. In that game, they averaged 10 yards of play at a 13 personnel. Most teams in the league don't even run that, okay? Most teams in the league don't run three tight end sets anymore. And they averaged 10 yards of play on it, thanks to the catch from Jody Fortson, obviously. But they, they... They just do whatever they want. They're creative. They're inventive. And yet, even in a moment, they're like, I know this play is going to work against you and there's nothing you can do about it. And I don't care that Derwin James is on Travis Kelsey. We're going to run it anyway. And it worked again. It does feel like at times they mess with the league more than anyone else on offense. Well, it's I don't know if it's messing with the league as much as it is. Who has a deeper Rolodex of plays than Andy does? It's like you can't even count on him running the same play twice. Yeah, and so we talk all about the innovation and the play calling, and it's all fantastic. But one of the things I don't think we discuss enough with Andy is the the recall of knowing what's worked in the past or or setting something up. Like we talked about this maybe week three or four with some of the the touch pass stuff that they run near the goal line, where a lot of times they're running a play not necessarily to because they think it's going to be gangbusters, but because they know if I run this play now with this player doing this one thing, I'm going to run it again in two weeks. You'll have watched film on it. So you'll be like, oh, we know this. Watch out him. And then boom, new wrinkle. You didn't have it covered and we score a touchdown on it. That sort of stuff. And it can be from three weeks ago or three years ago. There is no coaching staff in the league better at that. You can argue that you know, Kyle Shanahan's a better run game coordinator or some of the stuff that Mike McDaniel's doing down in Miami this year. I'm not saying across the board, there's nobody better than Andy, but in terms of, of the recall and the setup and knowing what you're thinking we're going to do and then using it against you, he is one of one. And that's another example of it. I was thinking about this the other day. We, I feel like this season haven't seen a lot of that 
Andy Reid trickery that he loves to do? Is that because we've been playing in close games or am I missing that? Or I, I think some of it's the setup punch. Um, what Nick just said, we, we had Nate Taylor from the athletic on the show this week. And I, I was complaining about the Michael Burton one yard fullback run. I'm like, Oh God, I hate it. And like, that's a moment to be trick tricky, right? I'm like, it's third and one. And you just keep giving it to Michael Burton. And I'm tired of watching it. And he just laughed and he's like, just wait because you think you're bored with it now. And then one of those times they're not going to give it to him. And instead it's going to go to somebody else and you're not going to see it coming. And I'm like, Oh God, he's right. <laughs> and it's like also, that's some of it. Yeah, it's, a big, I, it's a season long setup. Yeah. And I think uh, another part of it is you got so many new pieces now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got Juju MVS. I mean, really it's it, we're really, we're talking about Travis and Nicole as the only guys who know that whole playbook front to back. Now, I think part of this, like, I don't think it's that these guys just don't know the plays, but I do think maybe, maybe you bring them along a little bit more conservatively. I don't know. I, it's just a, I hadn't really thought about it much, but I would imagine by the time the postseason gets here, that's when all of a sudden we're going to go, Oh my gosh, they're deep in the bag. Now. I just really love those trick plays. The ones that come out of nowhere. And you're like, that's Andy Reid. 